Hello, Moody. Hey, what is, uh, what's 9 plus 10? 21. Yes! I finally got it right. Episode 21 <laughs> of the Plurality Podcast, a pod about beautiful music and beautiful people episodes every other Wednesday. I'm Mikey and joined by the wonderful DJ E Mood. That's me. That's you. Hey, to follow up on a conversation from the last episode, I looked at the ingredients of our oat milk, Ooh. and it is indeed sunflower oil, so I think we're good. We're in the clear. Sunflower oil gang. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a wonderful show for y'all today, drop of the week, as always, and we're going to go into uh, a segment we're calling Fun with Frenchie. We might have a little special guest on there. Then we're going to finish up with the song title game. Did we ever come up with a name for that segment? I don't know. Did we? <laughs> I think we may have. <laughs> We wrote song title game untitled ID. Oh, ID. ID. Okay. Yeah, we call it ID, I guess. We're so creative and smart. Go us. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Shall we commence? Let's do it. Drop of the week. What you got, homie? This one is a really dope song because it's something unlike what we usually play on the pod. Kind of in its own wheelhouse. My drop of the week is Emo Boy 303, parentheses, side, by Leo Tricks. Let's ride. This is like low-key a color-based podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? So that one in particular, I would say, I mean, it does have like color-based inspiration, but I would call it more chiptune because the sounds that he uses are what mimic the sound of a Game Boy. And there is a whole genre called chiptune that the producers, they take like the sounds of Game Boy games what and then they turn it into music yeah (laughs) this is all new to me wow that's fascinating a game boy genre yeah i got super into chiptune in like 2008 like when i was graduating high school because i played you know game boy when it first came out my brother had one and we of course we had the original and then we had like the color neon yellow one yeah so yeah I, i just thought it was really like nostalgic of of my childhood and this track a lot of chiptune songs that you'll hear don't have lyrics so it was really cool to hear lyrics in this one Mm, that one is nice have to agree so i'll tell you a little bit about our boy leotrix he is a dj producer from sydney australia his sound has a wide range as i'm sure you can imagine by just hearing one track some genres that he creates are dubstep color bass edm trap his real name is ethan wright and he started releasing music in 2015 has worked with huge labels like Monster Cat, UFK, Disciple, 
good vibrations. The list goes on and on. There are lots of uh, people he's worked with. And last year, he opened for Slander on a few of their stops in their North American tour. And currently, he is opening support for Subtronics on the Anti-Fractal Tour. And he just announced, like literally yesterday, that he's going to be playing at Insomniac's Forbidden Kingdom Festival, which is happening in Florida this June. So plenty of opportunities for people in the States to go check him out, even though he's from Australia. And then I found this fun little fact from an interview that he did. His introduction to the bass world was Pendulum's remix of Voodoo People by The Prodigy. And that was another cool thing for me because I loved The Prodigy in high school and Pendulum. So it was cool to see that he was inspired by some of the same artists as I was when I started really getting into music. Hell yeah. He said he started DJing at eight years old, just like fiddling around with, with a controller. <laughs> eight years old. That's actually crazy. Yeah, right? I'm not surprised you mentioned good vibrations and slander and subtronics because I could have sworn I'd heard that drop before, but I didn't recognize the name Leo Trix at all. One of those guys must have played it out before. Oh yeah, like during one of their sets? Yeah, probably. yeah, like a slander set or something. Cause I was like, these beep boops have graced these ears before, I think. I would love to hear that song in a slander set. That was cool. Well, go check out his other stuff because like I said, it's very wide range mm. of different genres. Kind of like more, just like all over the place. That's the best, that's what we want. We want a range, a variety. That's right. That is right. Don't be a square, be a circle. What if it's a square hole? Mm, then be be slime and just go through it. <laughs> I'm talking like Nickelodeon back in the day, yep. 90s slime. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down. I got a drop of the week for us as well. I'm excited because this is a Reaper song who's somebody I think we've touched on, but never maybe highlighted. The song is titled, I am why I miss you. Um, 99.9% positive. That's what that stands for. Vocals by Bella Renee. For my bass heads out there, this could be a nice little gateway into a genre that Moody and I love dearly called drum and bass. Let's get it. Rocktronic action? That was a tune. A tune and a half, eh? Eh? Agreed. So I'll tell you a little bit about Reaper. We don't have a real name on Reaper. If you go on their Spotify bio, it says Shrouded in Mystery, and they wear a mask. So we don't know who it is, even though low-key, I kind of think it's Kezo. <laughs> um, Reaper's debut single, titled Sawtooth, was released by Monster Cat Records August of 2019. The live debut came in January 2020 when he played at Brownie and Lemonade's 1720 Warehouse in downtown LA. Reaper then joined Kezo on both his 2021 and 2022 North American tours, as well as performing at EDC Vegas, EDC Orlando, Nocturnal Wonderland, 
Lost Lands, Countdown, New Year's Eve, and many more. So that's like some pretty big uh, stages to play shortly after your debut. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that's Keizo. Right. But I, I had never considered that. But yeah, considering that they've, their first track came out in 2019, like they had to be a well known producer and that reaper was on the 21 and 22 tours with keizo get paid twice that's smart <laughs> just toss a mask on do a set come back keizo headlines i don't know listen it's shrouded in mystery <laughs> per the spotify bio as well reaper is the culmination of over two decades of bass their music is a portal to the new era a gateway to drum and bass and I like that they use the word gateway because I really do feel like this could be a really good gateway for the people who love the rocktronic genre to maybe explore drum and bass. Yeah, I agree. He has recent remixes of uh, songs by Said the Sky, William Black, Zomboy, and David Guetta. So a little melodic bass in there, a little dubstep. And then David Guetta, who doesn't want to remix David Guetta's tunes? So that's Reaper. Love it. We know that it's you, Kezo. <laughs> I've heard that song before. Have you? Yeah, it's a good song. Who is this that I hear? Is this the one and only Frenchie returning to the podcast? He snuck on the pod. <laughs> well, since you snuck on, why don't you stick around for segment number two, where uh, Frenchie and Moody are going to recap a very cool event that they had the opportunity to go to. Take it away, Frenchie. I'm honored to be here. Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Our little event last weekend. You want me to I don't, I don't cue know it up? To start, start off. <laughs> cue it up. On Friday, we had the great, great pleasure of going to the FMU Records launch party. Can I pause there and just note how hilarious and amazing their label record yeah. name is? <laughs> like, Love it. Fuck me up. That's it. A nod to Allison's. F-M-U-A-S-O-L? F-M-U-O-A-S-L. Thank you, Frenchie. You're all <laughs> fuck me up on a spiritual level. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Alice in Wonderland started her own record label called the FMU Records. They have a few artists signed to them who we got to see on Friday at a Brooklyn warehouse in Bushwick. It was a hell of fun time. It was super fun. It was so fun. It was really fun. Vibes were, were pretty good. Vibes were pretty good, yeah. Yeah. It was a little bit younger crowd, but we didn't get puked on, so. Hey. A plus. <laughs> no, it was cool though, Mikey. It was at 70 Scott. When you look it up on Google, it's like a chocolate factory. I was like, bro, let's go. We're going to rave in a chocolate what? factory tonight. <laughs> hey. <laughs> the golden ticket. Fuck me up records. <laughs> White Fang mounts your face. <laughs> that would have been great if anybody played this, uh, the Willy Wonka theme. I wish I had this playing as I was pressing my way through the rain in my eight inch platforms, just praying that I made it. <laughs> but you did, you made it to the chocolate factory. What's the chocolate factory set up for music? Yeah, it's really cool. It's very DIY, even though it's freezing in Brooklyn and it's raining, there's no coat check. We have our huge ass like Arctic tundra sleeping bag coats on plus umbrellas because it was raining. So, and you know, we're always thinking. Scheming. So we were scheming, we had our whole setup. We had the whole plan for how we were gonna stow the umbrella with the coat at the coat check. We get to the venue 
Our friends Victoria and Michael are the ones who live out of the van. Love them. No, seriously, love them. They're so funny. They're such good people. They make me laugh. I love them. You saw them at Silo too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Victoria and Michael offered to run our coats back to the van so we didn't have to carry them. And thank God, That's because amazing. Dude, I would have been miserable no. if I had yeah. to carry my fucking coat on. And a wet umbrella. Like, what the fuck? Were you, like, seeing everybody <laughs> holding their coats? Ironically, I didn't see a ton of coats. I did see some, but I didn't see a ton. I think that, like we said, it was a younger crowd. Yeah, and I think I they think were they all over. <laughs> they braved the elements. Those days are done for me. Oh, so done. <laughs> Same. I mean, we fucking brought an umbrella yeah. and a coat. So that's how over it we are with the weather. Hey, but power to them. <laughs> you know, everybody has those years and you go, you live. Absolutely. So Michael and Victoria came to save the day. So we were set. Yeah, when we got there, who was on? It was John Casey back to back, Gabo. Really bassy. BPMs were on the slower side. And it was the same kind of vibes going into the next set, which was something, something. Something, something is very like bassy, slow vibes. <laughs> so, so like Wookie Wubs type of thing? Yeah. Also, during those sets, the volume was not at its highest. True. They didn't turn it way, way up until White Fang went on. And it was like a considerable volume difference. Like also the bass, just everything was multiplied. Yeah, by 10 once she went on, which was great because we were towards the back just because it was it was too packed. So it, packed. There were a lot of people. It was sold out, so. You didn't want to wrestle with all the soaking wet youngins at the front? <laughs> mm, you know what? I think we'll just hang out in the back. The peak of Something Something set was he played more Kismet, like a G6 flip. And I freaked out. I was like, yeah, this is our first time seeing it live. I mean, it only been out a week. <laughs> so that was definitely a highlight from that set for me. That's cool to see those flips already getting the love that they deserve. Absolutely. Totally. Um, I loved White Fang's set. It was really cool. It was one of those moments where you're at someone's set and you can tell that that artist did whatever the fuck they wanted <laughs> to do. And it was so nice to be witness to her art in that way. Cool combination of like the visuals, the music. She was inside of this cube and the visuals were hitting the cube. That image would disappear and then you would just see in her silhouette behind the fucking screen. Whoa. In the, yes. <laughs> and then like they would come back and then they would multiply and then they would go out. Oh my God, it's like so hard to describe, but it was so weird and dark and cool i loved it just to look inside their mind a little bit totally <laughs> yeah and she was wearing like it was like an all black outfit with like uv paint on it it had like white uv paint on her face she had like green uv paint it was hard to tell yeah yeah we never got to see her actually because she always stayed within the cube of screens which she's the only one who did that all the other sets happened in front of the screen it was quite the journey though with the um range of music that she was playing what was the range well first of all her album she announced is coming out april 14th titled genesis and she said afterwards, when she was giving her little speech, when she finished her set, that throughout the entire set, she played every song on the album. So we've oh, wow. heard the whole album now, I guess. <laughs> she would go from like dark techno to trap to she played uh, Bee Gees Staying Alive at one point. <laughs> and it was it was not remixed or anything. It was like just 
the, the, it was original the original song. It, it was so funny because I had gone to the bathroom right before she played it. And I'm literally in the bathroom being like, that bitch is really doing whatever the fuck she wants to do. That is so funny, man. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Like seeing her have complete creative control over what she was doing because that that's kind of the reason why she started fme records and white fang yeah that's kind of the genesis of the whole project right is her freedom as an artist to do what she wants and to own all her rights oh good for her there are also parts of her set where you would have this like creepy robot voice come on and say hello I am White Fang. That's totally her voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was also cool, too, because I felt very compelled to be in the moment. Victoria and Michael were taking videos of the beginning of her set, and I was like, I'll get the videos from them later. Perfect. I'm just going to, like, <laughs> I'm just going to pull a Mikey and, like, chase this vibe and just lean in and let it, like... Be in it. Literally, let it just, like, wash over me, and it was really fucking cool. Yes, Frenchie. I love when it's a dope moment and then you see a homie like taking a video. It's like, perfect. <laughs> like, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. I can watch Bases it later. are covered. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. And it was really inspiring as an artist as well to just be witness to her doing her thing her way. And it was really cool too to see so many Allison jerseys in one place in New York City. You never fucking see that. It's awesome. She's got like a hidden army. I do want to find all of these little Allison freaks and I want to make <laughs> friends with them. <laughs> well, if you, you should join the chat on Radiate. I'm on Radiate. I do have to join the chat. Hello, all my little freaks. I would like I'm... to know you. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> freaks. Come find us. <laughs> so. so yeah, she killed it. Allison, we love you. But the one set that we have to say was the best <laughs> dun, dun, dun. was the last set. And one of the top contributing factors, a lot of people left and it. we had so much room to dance and it was awesome because that was the kind of set that like, you just are undulating the whole time. Erin's undulating and I'm fucking thrashing. Yeah, she, <laughs> she's still sore and it's what been five days. It was worth it. <laughs> Shout out to our girl Villa! Hell yeah, Villa. Oh my god! Dude, you're so She fucking... destroyed that set. Let it out, Frenchie. I was laughing to myself because I was either the most disgusted base face or the cheesiest fucking grin that entire set. <laughs> oh my god, I've never been so sent. Like unexpectedly sent. So unexpectedly sent. Aaron had actually been messaging with Phila like a long time ago on Instagram. So like there was already kind of like a cute little like relationship existing there. So Aaron already knew Villa's music. And this was way more new for me. She just brought it with every fucking song, every transition, everything. I'm a changed human. It was amazing. It was insane. It was insane. So I'll play a song I don't know because the songs I do know are more like Allison. So let's play this one. This is called Void by Villa. Ooh, with Juku. With Juku. I like Juku.
it's like melodic dubstep. You know, and there really just are some artists that when they perform live, they just go a hell of a lot harder than a lot of the music that's in their catalog. Yeah. And during her set, she also played the more kismet, like a G6 flip. And she played a remix of an Allison song from Allison's recent album. On March 16th, Allison released a remix album. Like a G6. It has that on it. One of the remixes has tracks by 1788L. Frederick, Friend Within, Hex Cougar, Lear, More Kismet, Pauline Her, and Villa. That's a nice little lineup. I'm excited to give that one a listen. Absolutely, me too. And I really enjoyed that Villa song. That's some vibes. It is vibes, but I gotta tell you, you had to be there. Oh, I feel you. Like, I think it was William Black I saw a set of. And William Black's like melodic, vibey, the music actually on Spotify. And then... He threw down and I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's not what I expected. Totally. Seems like maybe a similar experience. I'm going to start to label this as the township rebellion phenomena where you listen to somebody on Spotify. They don't really do anything for you. And then you see them live and they slap you in the fucking face into the next dimension (laughs) (laughs) and you're like what the i was not ready i was not expecting it and i'm so grateful so i feel like that was the township rebellion effect another good one of those jai wolf has a heavy set that he does and oh boy because none of jai wolf's music has like heavy shit in it to my understanding but his heavy set was so freaking fun let me tell you so all in favor of artistes giving us a little of that totally yeah so that was definitely like the villa effect and you know maybe i don't know so much of villa's music prior to me seeing her but bro she came in hard and she came in heavy and i was like oh god this was me the whole time (laughs) question who is an artist that you would like to see do a set like that like a set that they are not that's like a little unexpected based on what you know of their music that's been put out. Like what if like San Holo came out and just threw down, just went ham with like dubstep and went crazy? I mean, I think people would freak. I think it would blow people's minds. I would love that. And I think he'd be good at it too. I think so too. Because he's made phenomenal like progressive house on the harder side before. I mean, the first person, okay, this is gonna divide some of the plurbies maybe. Oh no. My controversial two cents is that I'd like to see that from Maddion. Maddion did a heavy set at Lost Lands. Yeah. And you need to go on YouTube and watch it. Okay. The heaviest set he's ever done. Evil Dark Maddion. Incredible. Okay, this is excellent to know because I hate to say it, but I was just so underwhelmed by his set at Brooklyn Mirage last year. And I have extreme respect for the art and the artist. But man, you just need a little more punch. It also doesn't help that Mirage's sound system is not the best. So any set you see there, it could be like fucking Disclosure. It's going to be like 10% less than it should be just because the sound system is not where it should be. This is good to know. I love that you already had a counter to my artist. I can't wait to go listen to this set. Yes, I'm so excited. Yes. Who would I? I would like to see. You know what? Considering that I've seen BT live, what, like six or seven times, I would love to see him do a dark set. 
but yeah, I don't think he's ever done anything on on the harder side. That'd be dope. I love it. I love it. He just like broke out like an acid techno set or something. That'd be so sick. And Moody would just melt into the floor. There was actually one track called Letting Go. It was like his first stab at like doing a dubstep song. A Song Across Wires. It's off that album. The first time I heard it was him playing it live at Amp, the place that had the rotating dance floor. Mm -hmm. That since burned to the ground. He threw that song down and then I was like, (laughs) my mind was like blown, like CO2 (laughs) gas coming at my face. The freaking trance godfather is now playing dubstep out of nowhere. And I was like, what the hell? Actually, do you want me to play it? Because that song is so good. Hell yeah. So the track is called Letting Go by BT, Jess, and Fractal. When did that come out? Because that's giving me like early 2010s dubstepy sounds in there. I saw that live show in 2012, I think. Looks like this was released in 2013. So that sounds there about right. That whole album is awesome. Artie's on it. Nadia Ali, freaking Tritonal, Ooh. Emma Hewitt. Like, come on. Yeah, I'm going to cherry pick a few of these for sure. Yeah, give it a listen. But yeah, so, you know, I, I'm used to like him doing trance and intelligent dance music and he i think he even came on the mic and he's like this is a song that's unlike anything i've ever done and then he threw that down and i was like what the hell i was like peaking in my life at that moment (laughs) that's what we're after them's the vibes anywho back to villa she freaking killed it and she was so sweet after she was done she like walked off the stage and came over because then it was like the whole event was done and uh she said hi to some people she took pictures with us we told her how much we loved the set and yeah she's super sweet also this is gonna bring it full circle the villa effect is when you have such a phenomenal artist close out the night New York is definitely a special place where like places stay open later and you just are able to do that because man I would love it if after the headliner of every show you ever went to they threw someone else out there to if the vibes are there let's keep vibing, exactly right just the- like the night we met you oh, oh. stop I was gonna say that oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, this has been a really fun segment. Fun with Frenchie. Bro, I'm so honored. Oh my God. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thanks for bringing the fun. Honored to. I'm happy to. Sunshine follows you wherever you go, babe. Thank you, Frenchie. And we will definitely be talking to you again. Thanks, Mikey. Have a great rest of your podcast. Love you, Plurbies. Thank you. Love you. 
Alrighty, let's close out with uh, our little game, ID. ID. And basically how this works is we are just going to alternate song titles to try to make a little story. And wherever we finish, we'll play that song. Beautiful. We will play two games. Two games. So I'll lead off the first one. How do I want to begin this one? <laughs> this one. <laughs> <laughs> Once and a while. That was a strong start. Thank you, thank you. I thought so. Once in a while, 420. <laughs> Once in a while, 420, don't know what to do. I forgot that these read like slam poems. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Blow that smoke. Don't get too close. Ooh. Ooh. What direction are they going to take it? Pretty rave girl. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get too close, pretty rave girl. I mean, you can get, like, kind of close. Uh, when I'm with you. No excuses. Repent, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of feels like the end. I love it. Once in a while, 420. Don't know what to do. Blow that smoke. Don't get too close pretty rave girl when i'm with you no excuses repent motherfucker <laughs> And that is by Onumi and Creep P. How fun. Love it. All right. Round two. Let's do it. Let's do it. Ready or not. Clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody go listen to the song Clowns by Abstract and Oski. Anywho, continue. Tom's Diner. Ooh. Buggin'. Bounce Back. Lumberjack. Ready or not, clowns, Times Diner, buggin', bounce back, lumberjack. You won't regret? Good thing. <laughs> Jungle juice. I think we can- Done? There. <laughs> yes. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Ready or not, clowns, Tom's Diner, buggin', bounce back, lumberjack. You won't regret. Good thing, Jungle Juice. So, we're at the club one night, and I'm like, hi on these pills, man. I look at my boy and I say, yo, man, this is off the strength. My guy looks at me like, what the hell are you talking about, dude? He's like, up here just having a good time, man. Like, this nothing off the strength, man. Like, all of this stuff is regular. This one is fun. 
joining us on another episode of Plurality. You can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at PluralityPod. You can leave us a review on Spotify. You can send us a message and say, what's up? Jungle. This is a song I listened to today. We would love to listen to it. Always looking for new tunes, new grooves. My buddy Jake sent me one called Uncut Gems. He said this might be a fun one for the pod. Did I? I may have sent it to you. I think you did. Uncut gems. Moody, if they liked the music they heard in this episode, what should they do? Y'all should head to Spotify, type in E-Mood, M-O-D, where you can find all of the tunes that we have played on today's episode and all of our episodes previously. And you can also listen to my revival playlist that I put out every other week. Highly recommend. By the way, the artist of that tune is Dave Winnell and Alston, stylized with a three instead of an E. And you know, all that sort of straight. So my guy looks at me like, what the hell are you talking about? All right, Hunter keeps breaking in to my room. I'm going to go reprimand him with uh, a nice treat and maybe a little playtime. Ooh, that's all he wants. That's all he's looking for. He's like, I'm here just having a good time, man. This is going off strange, man. Like, all of this stuff is regular. I'm ready for my sign-off. What do you got? Jungle. Today's sign-off is Peace Love Spring because, bitch, this cold weather is almost done. We can all come out of our little caves, go outside because the sun is coming out and it is going to be the best spring summer ever. Oh, I can't wait. I loved that sign off. That energy is everything we all need right now because Jesus is dreary outside right now. <laughs> last few weeks, y'all, last few weeks. Okie dokie. Thanks for listening, Plurbies. 